Johnson. Perez. Johnny Evans. What a header. Oh, what an absolute cracker from Harvey Barnes. Oh, there's magic in that right boot. You're listening to Extra Time, live on LCFC Radio. Your place for all the reaction to the weekend's football. Yes, welcome along to Extra Time here on LCFC Radio for the final time this season. Thank you to everybody who's listened throughout the season and and to those of you listening uh, this evening to the final Extra Time uh, with me, Dan Bates, Matt Elliott, Steve Walsh and Ewan Roberts. We've brought out the big guns for the last show um, to talk about the, I guess, overall disappointment of of what happened yesterday. But we'll also look back at what's been a, a tremendous season nonetheless for Leicester City. Um, firstly, good evening. Evening, yeah. Bates. Evening, 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 lads. Right, How are you? You, in, you were with us on uh, Match Day Live, weren't you, yesterday, obviously, for, for the game um, with Spurs, which, with 20 minutes to go, things were looking rosy for Leicester City. Unfortunately, didn't end that way. No, it, it, it didn't. You know, we wanted things to happen elsewhere, which, which they did with Villa taking points off, off, off Chelsea. Um, but we, we always said that you know, Leicester had to take care of, of, of their own business, you know, couldn't focus on, on other things, events away from the King Power. And, and sadly, they, they just couldn't overcome Spurs. Uh, did they go too defensively a little bit too early? I, I personally think they did. But looking back, Dan, as I said to you last, last night after the game, yeah, we, we were bitterly disappointed. I was, I was gutted for the football club that they hadn't finished in the top four. But still, what a what an unbelievable, what a fantastic season it's been for, for Leicester City again. Yeah, we'll, we'll look back at the season as a whole and, and what Leicester have achieved this season during the show. Uh, the three guys will also pick their player of the season, their moment of the season uh, and also their game of the season. I think a lot of them may be quite similar mm-hmm. answers. Um, <laughs> but we'll find out, I'm sure, a bit later on. Uh, Walshie, obviously you were here <coughs> watching the game yeah. at King Power Stadium, doing your hospitality was, bits, yeah, weren't you? Do you know what? It was great to be back and to see the fans coming into the ground and uh, happy faces before the game, obviously. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it, it did hurt, but I've had to, I've had enough time to reflect on on everything and to to watch the ceremonies after the game. I thought was quite touching. Um, you know, let, let's not take anything away from these lads. They've given us um, everything they could um, in terms of effort, you know, commitment, and uh, and everything else that's gone with it. You know, Brendan Rodgers has, has uh, certainly performed miracles, really, in a in a sense of. Um, how he's rotated, how he's juggled things around, and uh, it, you know, on and off the field events that have happened right throughout this season has been difficult. Injuries that have, um, you know, he's never complained once about. Um, you've got to, you know, give him a lot of respect and the team for uh, for everything that they've done this season. And, and and listen, if you'd have said, look, Champions League place or the FA Cup, you know, there's only one. You know, one answer for me, and, and it is the FA Cup, not just you know, because it is a, a prestigious award. But uh, you know, anything can happen in the Champions League. We might not even uh, get get very far in it. So I, I know the you know the money side of it is very important to the owners and uh, to to this football club. But uh, at the end of the day, it, it's not happened, and um, and I'm quite you know, like I said, I've had enough time to reflect and think. Wow, what a season this has been. You know, and yeah. uh, to get 15, 20 minutes away from it um, under the circumstances, again, with an injury that disrupted the whole th- um, the back four again. Um, we, we dealt with it well um, against Chelsea in the final, but uh, 
uh, it just didn't look right, it didn't feel right to me when indeed he went back in there. And um, it, I'm not saying he made any errors and mistakes or anything, but uh, it, it just, you know, it, it did feel defensive. And um, uh, but still, you know, the, uh, like I said, it's been a terrific season. It really has. Yeah, get get all your thoughts in on on Facebook and and Twitter. By the way, I can read out some of the best ones. Gail says. Thank you for all your broadcasts this season. Well, thank you for, for listening and for watching, Gail. Uh, Craig says, disappointing we didn't get the top four, albeit fifth in the FA Cup win. Uh, I'm delighted still. Uh, Raymond Tolerico, um, one of our regular listeners as well, says, 20 minutes to glory, couldn't hold on. Uh, just heartbreaking, Edit. It will be disappointing, but I think the comments really reflect in what, what you guys are thinking. I mean, Dean's saying... Um, Dean Flanagan, hi guys. It wasn't to be, but we still have European football and the FA Cup. We'll take this. No, exactly. And it's fine lines, wasn't it, really? And that's part and parcel of football in general. I mean, you, you hark back to the, the FA Cup final, how closely fought that contest was. You literally could have gone either way. Thankfully, on the day went Leicester's, and we know all the drama at the end. Um, things didn't quite go Leicester's way yesterday. The, yeah, there's a little bit of controversy about. Some would say the second goal, not in my view, but certainly the third goal with, with the handball with Harry Kane. Um, and, you know, that that was the real killer blow. Leicester was still in with a shout mm. uh, when it was two each. And, you know, Casper Schmeichel was claiming about the foul, not so sure. You know, an, an ill-timed, rare error from Casper from Schmeichel, although under a little bit of pressure. But, um, yeah, it, it wasn't to be, basically. And I don't know, you... you sort of got a feeling a little bit I don't know because the opportunity was was clearly on with, with Villa doing what they did against Chelsea I mean how fortunate they will consider themselves to get through really that that could have been a a mini disaster for them with the, the, the Champions League final looming up against Man City if that was to go wrong as well but uh, ultimately they're through Leicester aren't could have been different some people think it should have been different but uh, I think it sort of highlighted maybe a few little areas that Leicester need to look at in the close season. I'm sure Brendan Rodgers and the, the people that are relevant and, and, and matter in that field would have um, detected that anyway. But, but, you know, the squad isn't as deep as ideally you'd like it to be in comparison to some of the other competitors at the top end of the Premier League. Naturally enough, people understand why that is. But, uh, you know, without... The cut and thrust of Harvey Barnes in the back end of the season, that it, it, it's been tough going, really, hasn't it? And thankfully, Kalechi Iheanacho stood up and was counted and co contributed unbelievably well. But it, it, it was they were sort of grafting and grinding through that final quarter of the season, pretty much, really. And but to come out of it with a a major trophy, a European. Uh, participation in a competition next season and all that that entails. And you know, the club is on the up, it's progressing in all sorts of areas, isn't it? Things are not too shabby. Yeah, I mean, there was so many injuries, wasn't there, Ewan, for Brendan Rodgers to have to contend with, not just a couple of weeks here and there for certain yeah. players. It was long periods without some of Leicester's most important players that they had to deal with this season. And, and, and to keep players who were playing absolutely out of their skins at, at the time, you know, when James Justin picked up that that cruciate knee ligament, you know, he was on the verge of, of being called up for, for, for England. People were talking about him. 
you know, going to the Euros, you know, when Harvey Barnes, he was having his best goal-scoring season um, of, of his career. What, what, nine Premier League goals he'd scored. He was causing problems to any defence he, he was coming up against. And then, you know, he misses this, nearly the whole of the second half of, of, of the season. Now, James Madison picked up that hip, hip injury and he, he missed, what, maybe six, seven weeks, came back and didn't really hit the heights that, that he'd showed in, in the first half of the season. I think that the big one for, for me going into the last five games or the last four games is Johnny Evans. Um, Johnny didn't play in the last Premier four Premier League games and, and, and Leicester lost three of, of, of those four and, and conceded 11 goals, Dan. And it, that just shows the importance of, of, of Johnny Evans for, for, for Leicester City. You know, it, it was a massive hole to, 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 to fill with, with him being missing. Um, and, and we spoke about, you know, the end of or the restart of last season, what Leicester won nine points um, in, in, in their last nine games. When the last nine games of this season, I've, I've been looking and they've won one, one more. And at the end of the day, that's what's cost them that, mm. that, Premier, uh, that Champions League place. And, and I look at games maybe where they should have done better. Um, the Newcastle game at home stands out, you know, bad night for, 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 for the club. And I, I look at Southampton away, you know, Southampton down to 10 men with, with what, 10 minute, minutes gone and, and Leicester just couldn't capitalise, couldn't get that winning goal um, down at St Mary's. Um, but I, I think over the season, you know, I think most clubs will do that. But I think when you, when you put things into perspective, Dan, um, 12 years ago, Leicester were playing, well, the old Division 3, uh, League 1 now, if you like. <laughs> the club's come such a long way. In, in, in 12 years, you know, won the championship, won the Premier League, played Champions League football, won the FA Cup for the first time. There's a lot to be proud of. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a great club to be at. You look at even the finishes in, in the last few seasons. I think it was 12th, 9th, 9th, 5th, 5th in an FA Cup. There is <clears throat> definite progression, Matt, under Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, obviously, you know, preceding that was the, the Premier League winning title, which was... You know, totally out of the blue, isn't it? Unbelievable achievement and all that. We've spoken about that and we'll continue to do so for many years. But yeah, you're right. It, listen, it, it's you see how difficult it is. And I think it's sort of um, not necessarily understated, but underrated from external areas how difficult it is to, to regularly win in the Premier League. And you've seen you know, Chelsea had everything to play for, and they nearly threw it away against Aston Villa, who finished what just just above mid-table. You know, had a good season by by their standards, but that that's the quality of opposition you're up against. You know, it, and <clears throat> literally any team can can get a result uh, against any other, and it, 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 every week it brings its own challenges, and there's no given. Um, games there or points, you know, just handed to you, and you don't see too often teams going on winning runs. I know Man City <laughs> are the exception, but and you know Liverpool have done it at different times, etc. But you know, teams outside of maybe those two, it, it's difficult to go on a, on a total run of, of victories. And you know, Leicester to be where they are and to achieve what they've done over, particularly the last couple of seasons. You know, without doubt, there's progression in the club. And it's done, you know, from a, a solid foundation as well. It's it's not done by throwing ridiculous amounts of, of finances at it and hoping to sort of 
put a co collaboration together and get success, even in the short term. Um, it's a steady progression, and you know, you, it was always going to be a little bit difficult after the title-winning season. You know, where do you go from there? But not all of a sudden, Leicester weren't <clears throat> elevated into that top echelon of clubs, if you like. But they're they're getting there. They're getting there, and the reputation is is becoming secure. Um, and and I think it helps. It helped Leicester winning the FA Cup from previous experiences as well. Just those little bits just chipping away. A couple of quarter-final appearances, ironically, against Chelsea, mm. came unstuck. OK. And then they're more secure within themselves to go that next step. And they went two steps further this year. Um, you know, Rather than it being exciting and a one-off, it's becoming regular with Leicester City. And hopefully that will continue in the future. All the signs are that it will. Well, exactly. I think the future is is very bright, Walsh. Obviously, yeah, we know we've got before, a, a, a summer ahead of us as well. So potentially there'll be some yeah. incomings, maybe yeah. some outgoings. We obviously don't know what what the situation will be. But under Brendan Rodgers, you just have a belief and a faith, don't you, that he'll get things right? I think what I like is you know it's the style of football that we're playing, the the blueprint of of how going forward and the structure of the club um, now is in a real solid place. And and you see in in the players that we sign and the recruitment. You know, side of it is is terrific. Um, you know, and it's it's letting a lot of people know, a lot of clubs know that you know Leicester are hard to beat now. They're hard to play against. You know, um, they're very good um, in and out of possession. They're very well organised, very well drilled through through the manager. You know, uh, you can see what he's 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 done. And um, to be honest with you, you know, we won twenty games. You know, nineteen Chelsea won, and so you know we we've we've fifteen minutes away from. One of probably the best seasons we've ever had, maybe. Is that your stat from. for the day, what? That's just one. <laughs> yeah, you and you nicked a lot of me information, and uh, because you know when I look at it, you know that Newcastle game, and because uh, when you're talking about Johnny Evans um, being out, that to me was uh, the blow of the season. You, it's just not. It's just his experience and his kind of assurance at the back that makes you feel um, safe, if you will. Mm. And uh, and I didn't feel it with um, Soinchu and Fafana together. They're just a little bit inexperienced, and and that was the difference. I mean, the terrific players, don't get me wrong, but without Johnny, it just it just didn't feel right. But uh, with the clubs going the right place, and and let's you know that's why I'm I'm coming on here tonight, and I'm I'm kind kind of positive really because uh, I've looked at it, and uh, you know we've got a Community Shield, you've got a trip to Wembley, we're in Europe, mm. um, you know we've got a European tour for the fans. The fans have got an exciting start to the season. Um, Next season, and uh, and who knows? But um, you know, with the with if the crowds are back as well, it's going to certainly change um, the effect of of games away from home, uh, which we've won a hell of a lot of games um, away from home this season. And uh, you wonder what effect that has had on a lot of clubs. Um, it certainly has with certain clubs that I know, like like Liverpool, because um, you know I remember going there. It's, it's such a you know intimidating place to go and. Uh, You've got to be brave, but uh, still, look, we're going in the right direction. We've got a fantastic training ground, so it's a club that um, is appealing to, to anybody now, and um, and globally we're being recognised. Uh, going back to the game itself, Ewan, obviously when Leicester took the lead for the second time, do you think maybe in a way that they took the lead a little bit too early, if that's possible, in, in the second half? I'm done. It's, it's such a hard thing to... To, to say, isn't it, uh, scoring too early? Because you can't pick and choose when when you want to score. You know, ideally, yeah, if, if it's 1-1 with 
so much at stake riding on the game. He'd love to score in the last minute to not give the opposition any sort of opportunity to come back and score. But you've got you've got to take opportunities when when they come come your way because you might not even create another one. And you know, a penalty after what six minutes of, of that second half, and it was a second half that they started brightly. Mm. Um, they, they really did, as they did in the first half. To be fair, for, for half an hour in the first half, you know, Spurs were all over the place. Never had a kick. Um, I, I just, I just look at the substitution on, on on 61 minutes and having taken James Madison off, and, and we spoke about James yesterday uh, at great length at halftime. We needed more from him. In that second half, he started the second half superbly. You know that little round the corner ball in in for Jamie Vardy, who who was pulled down by uh, Davison Sanchez for the second penalty. You know that was just the icing on the cake, really. Um, and and to take him off so early on in that second half, I just get I think it gave the wrong message to be honest with you, and it sort of gave Spurs the impetus to to, to be more attacking. But uh, I mean, it was it was it was a tough one to take. You know, after after what happened last season, the way the the the, the lads sort of dropped off in in when 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 it we needed the most. Um, but when you look at the season, Dan, and you you look at that, that top four, it's not easy to break into the, the finances that that those top four have got. No one else has. Um, and you look at last season against the teams that finished in the top four. Leicester only won two points from the two draws that they had against against Chelsea this season. They won 13 points from those eight games. You know they're they're now competing with the likes of Man City, United, Liverpool, Chelsea. They're, they're beating them on a regular basis. You didn't have that stat, did you, Walshie? <laughs> no, I didn't, Ewan. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, look, do, do you agree, Ewan? Um, the FA Cup final on two two games, you know, before the, you know, do you, do you think that the date of it is wrong? You know, I, I just it sends me kind of you know into it sends the euphoria of it, the winning. Imagine in our day, we would have been out and celebrating. I guess these lads only had a couple of drinks, which which is fair enough because they've got such a vital game on the Tuesday night. But it, it just seemed wrong to me. FA Cup fans should be at the end of the season. Um, and I just think it, it didn't, it wasn't timely for, for the position we were in uh, and the games we cut left. It was a shame, really. I, th- I think... I mean, you're right, Well, she It was the FA Cup, the, the final domestic game of the season, and then obviously the, the old European Cup, Champions League now. Uh, I mean, for some reason, times have changed. Um, and I, th- I just think the, the effort that the lads put into that 90 minutes at Wembley to beat Chelsea uh, was unbelievable. And, and maybe that took so much out of them, they couldn't then get those energy levels back up to where they needed to be for that game against Chelsea um, or last Tuesday night. But when you think about it, Lance, right, when you think about it, this season, Leicester have spent 242 days in the top six, more than any other team. I don't care what anybody says, you, you finish where you deserve at the end of the season. This season, Leicester haven't. You know, that stat is, is just unbelievable. I mean, Liverpool, to a degree, of of nicked that where they finished third in the end. I mean, they put an unbelievable run of results together towards the end. I mean, they were unbeaten in, in their last 10. I think they were, at the beginning of March, they were 10, 10 points behind both Chelsea and Leicester. I mean, they, they've created a, a minor miracle. 
You know, you look at Chelsea. Chelsea spent 200 million on forward players last summer. You know, Man City spent over 100 million on, on two centre halves. You know, financially, Leicester can't can't compete with with those sort of figures. But where they are competing is on the pitch, and, and that's the most important place. Yeah. Um, a lot of that as well, obviously, down to Brendan Rodgers. Let's hear his reaction uh, after the game with Spurs yesterday. Brendan, can you try and sum up your emotions after a roller coaster of an afternoon? Yeah, particularly disappointed, if I'm honest. Um, sort of this present moment, it, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I feel for the players, I feel for the, the, the people who run the club. You know, we've been so close. I know getting into the Champions League, what it would mean and how it could have helped us going forward. Um, but naturally, obviously, we have that disappointment. But over 38 games, we just fell short. But um, the, the pride I have in the team and, and, and everything that goes against them, how we've continued to challenge and, and work it right to the very end. So, uh, so yeah, we, uh, we just didn't quite have enough today. Twice in front, it was so, so close results elsewhere, almost going away for a while. It felt like we were going to do it. Yeah, yeah, it did. And uh, like you say, with 15 minutes to go, 2-1 up, we didn't have too many problems. They obviously make substitutions that can change the game. And obviously when they do, we, we can sit, we, we given away two disappointing goals from our aspect today. And uh, and then obviously we're chasing the game and that gives their players with space and quality the time to exploit that. Will it take a while for you to, to kind of reflect on the season and then look at the positives, disrupting the top six again and obviously the FA Cup win? Yeah, no, it's it's been an incredible season for us. Like I said, we're just disappointed we couldn't make that extra step. But, uh, but yeah, after 24, 48 hours, when you take a step back and look at what what, the, what we've achieved, you know, two consistent years of playing football, two years of really challenging at the top end of the table, and making progress in terms of winning the FA Cup for the first time in the history of the club. So it's uh, it's obviously something that we're very, very proud of. But like I say, at this moment in time, disappointment will linger for a little while and then we'll uh, we'll get ready and come back and look to fight even harder. It's been a, a unique season. It's been a gruelling season for you, your staff. Some of the players are a well-earned rest on the way. Yeah, yeah, and it's important. Like I said, it's been nearly two years of... of football and especially this season being really condensed um, so yeah the players the staff everyone at the club will have a deserved rest recover and then we'll get back really excited and motivated to uh, to move on next season again it's some of today's disappointment the fuel for next season yeah I'd always do that's that uh, that you know you need to have the resilience in this game and, and a day like today disappoints but like we showed last season you know we were ready to come back and fight after the disappointment, we've done that, we created history and we'll do and look to uh, have the same fight again for next season. One positive today was the return of the fans, absolutely fantastic, great voice, you must have been pleased to have them here. Yeah, they gave us every chance, you know, having the supporters here really give us that opportunity uh, to push and they, they, they've given so much encouragement to the team and uh, it's great to have them back and we'll look forward to seeing them back, uh, hopefully the stadium full in pre-season. Thanks for your yeah, let's talk about the support as well. She, you mentioned them a little bit earlier. Obviously, you were uh, in the hospitality area, so you were 
whining and, and dining the, well, the supporters. Do, do you know what? And I, they had a great I, day. I actually they? went outside oh, in the gallery and had a look at, you know, um, before the game and uh, the build-up to the game and then after the game. And it, it felt like there was a lot more than, what, eight, eight 9,000 fans in the stadium, was there? Um, Roughly, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was incredible atmosphere just with that many people. And um, it just shows you, I don't know, they were all spread out. Um, but uh, it, it was a great atmosphere and... Uh, like you say, it, I kept looking at my phone all the time up there and uh, there were so many permutations and things that could happen. It was an incredible day and uh, like, like I said earlier in the season, I, you, you had a feeling that we were, I had a feeling that we were going to do this and um, this could have been achieved a long time ago. We could have been in, in that um, top four. There's no doubt about that when you look back at some of the games, but you, everyone can... Can, can obviously do that, and uh, there were certain obstacles that that stood in our way. Um, you know, the main one was injuries, but uh, but still, you know, to go that far and to get that far is a massive achievement. And uh, Brendan speaks very, very well. You, you know, it's great to see that they're going to be trying even harder now. Um, that's the mentality that is instilled into these players, which I, I really love about him is the the fact that um, he's, he's driven um, and. Um, and, he, and he's, he seems a wonderful manager to play for, you know. Um, you know, and I think tactically he's been very, very good um, this season. And un, like we say, under a lot of circumstances. So the future is good and um, we can't take away how good this um, this season has been. And, and in 10 weeks, we, we go again, we start again in 10 weeks. Can you believe that? So they'll be, they'll be training in, in six weeks, you know, back in. So on top of After that, the Euros as well, three games a week there, that we've yeah. been playing at the start of this season, you know, they do need a rest. And um, I don't know if they can get away on holiday somewhere, but uh, uh, yeah, they, they deserve it. They deserve the rest and they de deserve all the accolades um, that they'll get. Because like I say, winning the FA Cup, really, when you think, it's, uh, it's incredible. It really is. Mm. And uh, I've seen a lot of people, big Leicester fans and... Uh, they swear by that that was all they wanted anyway, you know, yeah. but it would have been an added, you know, bonus. It, and it's gut-wrenching for the lads when you come that close to something the way that they have. Uh, and, and like I said, you know, the media don't help and um, they're, they're going to criticise. They're going to say that we've bottled it again. Uh, you, you know what's going to happen and it's just not fair. But that's, you know, that's how cutthroat football is these days. And um, but I, I'm sure that these lads are strong enough to to handle that. But it's not very nice when criticism comes your way, um, when you've done what you've done this season and you've given everything you possibly can. It, it really hurts even more. You were obviously on on co commentary yesterday, Matt, weren't you? So I, I, was it quite difficult to gauge the atmosphere because obviously you had your your big headphones on. Or... Yeah, you, yeah, you don't get um, full sound as such, do you? Obviously with the headphones on and you know you but occasionally and yeah, it just whipped them off when I knew it wasn't my turn to speak and you sort of sample and take it in and yeah it, it was great to see it was great to see the I said, my favorite moment was when obviously the the news filtered through that Chelsea's goal yeah. had been disallowed or, or was it Villa's second goal I think and the whole the stadium goal. erupted yeah. didn't it yeah because it was relatively uh you know smooth and, and Serene, shall we say, that like when the first goal that sort of just trickled through, and people I think people were scared to get a little bit excited, but the second one goes in almost as loud as thinking, the, the Leicester goals. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking, hang on a minute, yeah. how, how's this happening? You know, it's, it's going to be the perfect end to almost the perfect season, but unfortunately, that was a little bit premature, wasn't it? But uh, 
No, listen, that goes without saying. Supporters back, it was, you know, it makes such a difference for everyone concerned, doesn't it? And it's what it's all about. It was great to see, uh, what, in three games, wasn't it? Uh, well, four games, sorry, that Leicester, but three that I was at. The, the two Wembley appearances and the final game yesterday against Tottenham. Obviously, the, the away game against Chelsea. Decent atmosphere, uh, although no away fans there. But, yeah, listen, you know, it's been it's been a tough old grind, hasn't it, this season for, for a number of reasons. Brendan touched on a couple of them there. The, you know, the condensed season and everything that's gone on. You know, everyone knows about it by now. But onwards and upwards, um, lots to be encouraged about, lots to be, celebrate as well. But, you know, tinge of disappointment, live and learn, uh, move forwards and move on. Yeah, hopefully we see uh, full crowds back very soon in the Premier League, um, which will be great to see, of course. Um, Right, let's do our uh, extra time teasers and get our Who's the Fox uh, up and running for the evening. Ewan's favourite then, obviously. Ewan's (laughs) favourite. Mr. Statman here. He's been chucking a few in tonight. You're right right to be worried about about the quiz. How many days was it, Ewan? 200 and odd days. Uh, Yeah, we've been in the top four. That's brilliant. That was a good start. I like that. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Right, let's get the Who's the Fox on the screen then um, so for the final oh, time easy. this season uh, <laughs> let the fans have a guess Walshie but yeah you, you should be getting that one I had then. a feeling it was going to be that this week yes um, so yeah get your guesses in on social media who you think uh, the missing fox is um, right extra time teasers we don't need to leave that on for too long because I think everybody has a, a bit of an idea of who that is um, if you're new to us and you're tuning in for the very final extra time of the season uh, each of the guests go head to head in our extra time teasers section they do a question each now and a couple of questions at the end uh, there's three pots of questions um, pot one pot two or pot three three and while she's already picking number three, there we go. He gets the options, does he? Yeah. <laughs> Has he read the answers or whatever? No, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I just yeah. want to go last. I want to. Um, Ewan, uh, would you like pot one, pot two, or. Well, yeah, uh, pot one or two. I'll go, I'll go one, Dan. You'll go one, uh, which leaves Matt. He Elliott doesn't care, does he? With number two. He knows he's going to win anyway. <laughs> totally. you? Uh, right, Ewan, you can go first, though. Um, so, your first question in pot one. Uh, which two Leicester players scored in the 2-1 win at Newcastle at the turn of the year? Was one James Madison? Enough. Uh, Enough. I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't written it down. Uh, I'm going to go... James Madison and Yuri Tielemans. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> well done, Ewan. Hey. Well done, Ewan. You, you gave it the big build-up that you didn't think you knew. Yeah, and no. then he knew all along. I'm telling you. I'm telling uh, you. So that's a tick for Ewan for his uh, question one. Uh, Walshie, your question one. <clears throat> uh, on Fantasy Premier League, which is... I don't know if you know what Fantasy Premier League is. No. So it's an app and, and fans, you, you pick players, basically. You've got a certain oh, amount right. of money at the beginning of the season. Oh, one players, of them things. In the sun, things. they do them in the papers, don't they? Yeah, and uh, right. if they okay. get a certain amount of points, so oh, God. for not, goals... Not that sort of fantasy world. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get a certain amount of points for goals, for clean sheets, right. for assists, that sort of thing. So the question is, on Fantasy Premier League, which player scored the most points overall in the Premier League? In the Premier League? Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh. Um, I 
Kane's been injured a lot, hasn't he? Um, oh, Man City, hasn't it? It's got to be... Uh, oh, that's a test there. Mahrez? Yeah. <laughs> Where's that come from? That's bad. Well, he's had a great season. <laughs> Matt Elliott, you've got a chance to steal. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer. He's done well. He has done well, to oh, be thanks. fair. I don't know. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not brilliant at Mate, this I don't thing. know. I don't follow it either. But I would have to go because he's won. He's got the most assists and the most goals. Kane's got to yeah. be up there. Kane. Don't tell me. No, it's not, not going to be Kane. Oh. He's missed a lot of games. Though. Ewan Roberts has a chance to go 2 0 up if he can steal this. I, I've got. Don't, don't tell me. Is please. it? Let me check um, the answer if he doesn't get it. Is it Gundogan? I'm going to oh. go a bit random. Edison. Bruno Fernandes. Oh, right, yeah. Oh. Bruno Fernandes. Oh. He, I think he beat Kane by two points. Did he? The, yeah. He's had about 15 penalties, isn't he? <laughs> so no one gets a point <laughs> yeah. for that one. Um, Even if I knew it, I wouldn't have guessed him. No. Well, it's another FPL. <laughs> it's another FPL-based question. So which Leicester player uh, scored the most fantasy Premier League for me. points? Yeah. <clears throat> You and Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Just give it, give, give that bang. away. Give it away, Lord. There we go. No, Ewan. I just thought he didn't bang a hole over. We've got some assists. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have gone him. I wouldn't have said I think that. I would have said to Michael. He was, he was, I, I was thinking to Michael, yeah. Sheets. He was sixth or seventh, actually, on, on the overall list, Jamie Vardy. Was he? Fair play. Yep. Um, right, that's that done. No more fantasy Premier League yeah, questions not, later that's on. That's not real is knowledge, is it? Come on. You, mm. should, you should have thought of Bruno, maybe. Like, the mm. amount that he'd... Yeah. Yeah. Got involved this they should have, Dan, they, they should have got Vardy, mate. No excuses for them. No. They should have got Jamie Vardy. <clears throat> well, there you go. Ewan's got a 2-0 lead heading into the, the final extra time teasers, which we'll do at the end of the show. We've had absolutely it's, loads it's old, of we? guesses, uh, correct <laughs> guesses, um, on Facebook for those uh, doing the Who's the Fox. Uh, I'll come back and read some of the, the names that have got it correct a little bit later on. Um, right, I've asked these three today to have a think about their player of the season, their moment of the season and their game of the season. Uh, so let's start with player of the season. You and Roberts, uh, who have you gone for and why? Um, I, I wrote two down and, I, and I, I've got to give a mention to the likes of James Justin in, in that first half of the season. It was unbelievable. Harvey Barnes, as, as we spoke before, Outstanding with with what he produced going forward and the goals that he that, that he scored. If there was a player for the, the second half of the season, you know, Ian Acho would be right up there. But it came down to two for me: Yuri uh, Tielemans and, and Johnny Evans. You know, I think both have been absolutely fantastic. But I've I've, I've gone with the the, the fans' vote. Tielemans has been exceptional. He's come back hungry. And, and as I said yesterday, he looks leaner. He, his energy levels have been incredible. He looks fitter. Um, his, ra his range of passing is, is is outstanding. One of the best midfielders in in, in the Premier League. He can he can get you a goal. Um, set pieces. He's he's got good delivery. I, th I think he's been brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So my vote would go for him. Yeah, he didn't just win the, the supporters' player of the season either. You and as we were referencing yesterday, supporters' player of the season and players' player of the season as well. It's, it's hard to argue against 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 him. There's been, there's been some tremendous performers. 
Uh, you know, Casper's had a, another outstanding season. But I think I think with what he's produced in mid- and the partnership that he's developed with uh, Ndidi in there, um, wow. I have to give it to I have to give it to Tielemans. Yeah, exactly. And, and, so, and so why and, why are you and sorry impo- important did... important goals important goals you know the, the goal against Manchester United in the cup the second one and obviously the winning goal in the FA Cup final yeah. worthy of winning any game. Carrying on, right? But <laughs> sorry, Jamie Vardy. <laughs> Wins the fantasy football league, whatever score. So, so why should yeah, I have known James? Yeah, but it works very differently. Should have been Tillman. He scored goals. He scored goals. goals. He points for goals. Even I know that. Assists. Even I know that. I think, you need to get, I think you need to get over that, <laughs> yeah. Matty. I think you need to get that goal. <laughs> Put it behind you, mate. There's three players there, player of the year ahead of Jamie Vardy, Evans, Schmeichel, and Vardy wins that. It's a ridiculous question. Let's put a bit of value into this competition, shall we? Put it behind you, Matt. It's all right. I'm on zero as well. I'm, I'm on zero as well. Don't worry about it. Um, Walshie, who listen, have you gone course, for? Of course, it's Tielemans, 100%. Look, I think Ewan's just summed it up very, very well. Um, for me, Harvey Barnes was going to smash it from his start to the season and that was a cruel blow and then Justin seemed to overtake and you you thought he's going to be the uh, player of the year but uh, Evans always in the mix for me always and uh, it, it was a it was a bad blow but Tillemans like you say some of the passing the range of passing the 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 clever passes that he plays the blind what passes you know they're brilliant um he's been, he's had a brilliant season and and fully deserves uh, everything he gets he, he you're probably looking at goal of the season to throw in that mix um but look, look he's uh, he's been terrific and uh, and I think you know him and Ndidi are the best two in in the Premier League and in, in you know as a as a two as a partnership as a partnership and um they've got a very very good understanding and uh yeah, it's been terrific. So uh, yeah, so Tielemans has to be has to be hundred percent. Three from three. Player of the year, Jamie Vardy for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, You've got an FPL fans. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, this yeah. Vardy, Vardy did well. He didn't score the absolute hatful that, that he normally does, but um, big contribution. Yeah, but it, it, it's good that I, I think Tielemans quite rightly won it and. It wasn't streets ahead of everyone else, you know, but it, it was quite clear, especially the way it panned out with the cup final, etc., and everything. But th- there were quite a few candidates there, and barring injuries, there would have been even more, which is a good sign. You know, Evans and Michael I mentioned, everyone else has been out for sort of a considerable period of time, but there have been some, you know, high quality performances over the campaign from a lot of players. But Tillemans, yeah, he just he uses class, doesn't he? And He's just got better and stronger as the season has gone on and hopefully as his career goes on. Because I wouldn't say there were doubts about him, but when he first came, talent undoubted, but just his ability to maybe keep up with the pace of the game, maybe for the duration. Mm. You know, he was yeah. coming off pretty much every game, 60, 65 minutes. He's worked on it. You were mentioned it at the weekend. Worked on his fitness, got himself up to speed. And he's reaped the rewards and seen the benefit. You know, he's, he's not only is he pulling the strings by, you know, sitting in that deep line midfield role and, and picking out passes like he does, um, but he's also working very hard. He's doing a good job defensively. He breaks up play, uh, and then he's got enough energy left to go and get forward in advanced positions and and add to his goal tally. So you know, he, I wouldn't say he's the perfect midfielder just yet, but he's he's certainly got an all-round game which is very impressive. 
Yeah, so three from three for Yuri Tielemans in the studio today. Well, I'll make it four from four. He's certainly my yeah. player of the season as well. Uh, and also he won, as we've said, the supporters player of the season. And players player of the season, so a very good season for the Belgian. Could get even better um, if Belgium do well in the Euros, of course, with, with Tielemans playing an you integral would, role. You would against it, would you? In, uh, in their team as well. Um, moment of the season, Steve Walsh. <laughs> There's been so many, you know... Um, it's hard to remember them all, but uh, but key key moments, um, like we said before, was the semi final um, win and, and and the final key 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 game. Um, Tillemans again comes into into mind, but uh, you know Madison's goal at, at Man City for me uh, that was a, a moment of genius. Uh, for me, that was my um, pick of all the goals this season as, yeah. as the best. Um, Jamie Vardy kicking that flag, you know, and snapping that flag off was a great uh, moment, if you will. Um, and uh, the only other one, which is not great, was uh, Alisson scoring that header. But that wasn't a, a Leicester moment, but it, <laughs> but it was a key moment in our season, I can tell you. And uh, you know, I remember uh, I was around my mate's house, and it was 90 minutes, and I left. And uh, as soon as I got home, I'd seen this goal, 95th minute. I can tell you, I was. Uh, Completely uh, bemused, but there you go. Um, yeah, so so yeah, I'd say uh, Tillemans is, is finishing the FA Cup final. Is a what a moment that is for anyone mm -hmm. to score at Wembley. Brilliant. Can't get past that, can you? At the FA Cup, mm. um, you know the, the occasion as a whole. But you're talking a moment. Yeah, that, that was the perfect FA Cup winning goal, wasn't it? You know, to hit a strike as sweetly as that arrowed into the corner and you just as soon as he hit it he must have known because I've heard Wes Morgan talk about it and he's got a similar view as me because from the side of the pitch even though it's difficult to tell you know being at that angle as soon as he hit it you thought that's in mm. uh, and you, you knew that Kepper was struggling you knew he'd got enough control on it to keep it below the bar and he just felt that it was destined to go and Yuri Tillemans must have been smiling because uh, he was that far out. He had enough time to react and realise that that ball was going in and it wasn't going to get stopped. And you know, cue uh, <laughs> chaotic celebrations from that goal Leicester will supporters. appear everywhere for years oh, and years yeah, from the history of the it? club. Wants it now, you know. He's made his own mark in history. So yeah, uh, it's like uh, the which... dream strike, well, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, just it's there striding yeah. forward. You unleash. He's he just. Such good technique as well. He hasn't, mm. like, sort of typically put his foot right through it and smashed it. because He's kept an element of control on it. He sort of almost restrained himself a little bit, but the strike was that sweet and well-timed that it travelled at such a pace. And, it, yeah, it, you it see his, You see his strike. finishing position with his boot, and yeah. he somehow, it's like a past... Uh, ping into that really yeah. if you will and um, you, you see his release of his foot right at the end and it's uh, yeah, he hasn't so it's a controlled it, it? guided flipping exocet missile <laughs> in the end yeah. and it just missed a defender but you knew when it passed that defender it was where it was going yeah, you, and there's only one player you can't beat that you can't beat that can mm. you but Johnny Evans tackle yeah <laughs> I'll give that a mention you know, that's Crystal one. Palace that one, yeah. that's unfortunately favorite, it wasn't a season changing challenge it could have been and like we say some people think it should have been um because Leicester turned it round against Palace that night didn't it Ian Acho with another moment of the season with a beautiful finish but um 
Yeah, frustratingly, that tackle wasn't as uh, impactful as it might have been. Yeah. But uh, yeah, at the, at the time, it was a wonderful piece of defending from a, a very good defender, as we've touched on. But um, yeah, this Madison moments, uh, there were bits and pieces dotted throughout. When the James Justin goal, I know you like that, Batesy, against Stoke, etc. There's always going to be moments. There were, a, there were a, a lot. There was an abundance of high-quality goals from Leicester, to be fair. Can I just say, you've you mentioned so many there, but there's one that's standing out to be mentioned, and I can't believe you've not mentioned it. What? You've spoken about Wembley, you've spoken about Tillemans' goal for 15 minutes, you I thought me and Dan were going to go home and then you finish <laughs> the show. You've got to mention Casper Smichael's save. Surely. Correct, correct. Yes, yes, yes. And the disallowed No, we goal. don't. No, we don't. We don't need to. It keeps, it, hang on, it keeps telling to. us what we should do tonight. You, 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 okay. <laughs> No, good okay. show. Oh, yeah, good, good show. Good you yeah. For me, that that's that's the moment for me. As as good as <laughs> Yuri's goal was, that I think that save wins Leicester the FA Cup because if that goes in, I think the momentum of the whole game changes, and possibly Chelsea go on and and, and win the FA Cup. But and it was an unbelievable. Yeah, and I'll tell you Absolutely. why. I'll tell you why that will be in five years' time, ten years' time, when you talk about that FA Cup final. No one's going to remember that save. It's always that flipping goal that he scored. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. That's why we are going for it. <laughs> you can add in. Um, you can add in the, the the disallowed goal as well. That moment. Yeah, yeah. Being a moment of the season as well. Is that what you're going for, Ewan? Is that your moment of the season then? The save. Yeah, I'm going for Casper. Yeah, yeah Casper save all day long. Uh, there's a couple on Facebook. Raymond Tolerico says uh, my moment of the year. Um, in the league was the last seven minutes against Liverpool. Complete turnaround, thrilling. Yeah. Um, Tonis of the Greek Foxes, good evening to you. Uh, he says, moment of the season was definitely when uh, Kuntop lifted the FA Cup uh, and pointed to the sky. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah no, it, how do you pick and choose? I, I don't know. That's the one standout one for me is still Tillemans on that. I, I thought the, the performance against, um, well, it was more of a performance, really. Maybe we'll come on to that in a bit. But you know, the moment, again, Tillemans' goal against Man U. That was yeah. top notch. That was you know popping it around thirty passes and a sweet strike like that. But uh, if, listen, thankfully, and it's a good sign. Lots of moments to talk about. But Tillman strike winning the FA Cup final thirty yards out, bang, top corner. <laughs> it is Can't hard to be look that. Past that one. It is hard to look past that. Right, um, game of the season. Uh, we haven't started with you yet, so go on. Oh right, back to me already. Yeah, um, straight away off the top of my head. Game of the season. I mean, obviously, you're inclined to mention the FA semi-final and the and the final itself, but it it, it was exhilarating to watch. If if you were of a Leicester persuasion or maybe Chelsea as well, but you know, for neutrals, maybe not quite as intense. And but the drama that unfolded, mm. you know, was, was exceptional to <laughs> to to watch how it panned out, etc. Um, and the closeness of the contest, like it was constantly on a knife edge that game from the off, and I don't know, and the, the, the joyous celebrations, etc. So, you know that that will go down in the memory, obviously. But I think, in terms of actual game itself, um, it, it, execution of performance has got to be Man City away. I think. Um, I'm sure you and will come up with something different to, <laughs> to put well, me, I've put got me the same straight. As you, Matt. But yeah, the, the, the way they they went into that game, Walsh, didn't they? And obviously, like you say, you're a bit sorry in a minute. They go, like they've, they, they've lined up differently, haven't they? They've gone with a back three, and you're thinking, oh, what's going to happen? They're just going to sit back and try and hang on here, maybe from the off. 
conceded an early goal. Yeah, and it, well. yeah, conceded that goal, didn't they? And you thought, well, what are you going to do now? Right, because sitting back and trying to contain is not going to work when you're 1-0 down. And they, they just span the game literally on its head, didn't they? And came out with some wonderful goals and good all-round football. And that was like a changing point, really, I suppose. But a bit of a, a wow moment yeah. for the players as well. It must have a realisation that, hang on a minute, like we knew we were good. We didn't realise we were this good. If you can do that in Man City, then you're not a bad side, are you? And I think it changed <laughs> the course of Man City's season as well at the same time. Mm. Unfortunately, they got... <laughs> They made a change for the better, didn't they? But um, yeah, they did some 5-2 at the Etihad. Doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, does it? But Leicester made it happen. Yeah, Dean yeah. agrees on Facebook. He says thrashing Man City. Yeah, that was mine. It, it was just full. It was devastating, clinical. Um, you know, to score five goals, it's a statement to, to anyone. Even though, you know, Man City had a few problems at that time, a few injury problems, but we've all had to deal with that. But to score five goals there... Uh, the Etihad is uh, is an incredible uh, thing to happen, and like Matt said, it it, it does set you uh, with it gives you a lot of belief, and, uh, and I do believe that um, the season went on very very well from there, and uh, we you know we claimed some scalps, didn't we? You know, um, top teams, and um, and we showed why we are up there competing against the best, and um, and we're one of the best, and we've proved it all season, and uh, you know, top five again. Yep, you and Roberts finally then. What was your um, game of the season? Um, I'm not going to say. Uh, obviously, beating Liverpool, the champions at the King Power 3 1, fantastic day for the club. Um, I think for, for Brendan, beating Chelsea 2 0 um, at the King Power was a big one because that's the first time Brendan as a manager has, has ever beaten a Chelsea team. So that, that was a big day for him. But yeah, I've got to agree with the lads to go to the Etihad. And, and score five against Man City in, in the manner that the club did and some, some great goals. You know, as I mentioned, James Madison's goal. Um, after coming on as a substitution, I think, apart from the FA Cup final, that, that is the one that stands out for me. Uh, Gail Ryan on Facebook says, Casper's save and then counting the seconds at the end uh, until Leicester won the FA Cup was, uh, was their moment of the season. Chris Colvin says Luke Thomas's goal at Old Trafford was his yep. moment of the season. Uh, Brilliant that, for Luke, that, wasn't that's it? That's definitely in the conversation in terms of a goal of the season, isn't it? Yeah, hey, listen, I, I was just pleased for him and uh, he must, uh, you know, his family, you could imagine him watching that, you yeah. know, as a kid, at scoring a goal at Old Trafford. It doesn't get any better, does it? Well, the, the, the goal of the season, nomination. They, they were of a really high level, weren't yeah. they? Mm. You know, and lots of them as well. So, good signs, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well done to Kalecci Ianacho, incidentally, for winning the, the goal of the season for his goal against Crystal Palace. Really? That's what won it. That's what won the vote. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Not for me, necessarily. No. I thought his one against Burnley was a bit special as well. Yeah. Yeah, he, he said that himself, actually, when we said, oh, well done, yeah. Kalecci, you've won it. And he said straight away, oh, the Burnley goal was... Yeah. No, no, yeah. Keeper, yeah. keeper come dashing off his line. He was silly yeah, there, wasn't he? But it was a technically great finish, yeah. Tags like that one, didn't they? Yeah. But I'm with you, Walshie. Yeah. The keeper made it easy yeah, for him. He, Good he would have stood on his line, put me cap on it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Tillemans. <laughs> Is that not goal of the season? What's that? That actually wasn't in the vote, because that came oh, right, after okay. the vote. Yeah, that, I think that probably would have. Of course. So it's wrong. <laughs> one, one other moment as well. Um, I mean, Luke Thomas scored in the game. The, the three-all with Braga was a, a great moment, wasn't it? And yeah. obviously there'll be more European nights like that it next certainly season. will. And uh, a few more of them, hopefully, than they were this season because they seemed to adapt really well, didn't they? You know, In, in the, the league qualification, they did exceptionally well. I mean, probably favourites 
in the group from the start, but it's, it's not difficult. It's not easy, sorry, to you know, navigate your way through. The first time in Europe for a little while, you know, certainly as a group. And, uh, yeah, they were pretty impressive, but it came to an abrupt halt, didn't it, against uh, Slavia? But so did a couple of other teams, really. But, um, yeah, again, you know, go back to how Leicester have coped in the FA Cup. They've got so far, learned from that experience and made a better fist of it down the line. And hopefully that will happen in Europa League as well. Uh, right, let's get our Who's the Fox back on the screens for you. The final one of the season. We don't know if we'll bring it back next season either. It could be the last one ever. How emotional. Um, but well done to those <laughs> of that have got times, it. Uh, Jilly, Jane, Gail, Antonis, Linda, Will, uh, Raymond, Dale, Guy <coughs> and Teresa all got it correct. Well, why don't you uh, just mention the people who got it wrong? Well, unfortunately, <laughs> Jean was the only person that oh, could get oh, it wrong. Jean. Oh, you can't do it if she's on her own. <laughs> yeah, Poor Jean. So Sorry, Jean, my fault. Uh, right, uh, and the answer is, quite obviously, Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers, the final uh, Who's the Fox of the season. Right, you and Robert takes a commanding 2-0 lead into the final extra time of the They've been teasing you, and I, I'm on you inside. I, I hope you and wins here. I'm back in the, the favourite. You hope you and wins? Because you were teasing him about the FPL questions and me, so I'm, I'm on So you you're going to obviously give him a dead easy one now. <laughs> Uh, right, Walshie, your second question is, who scored Leicester's first goal of the season? I'll help you out, Walsh. Um, who gets to answer this if Walshie gets I'll, it wrong? I'll go um, Harvey Barnes. Oh. I'm not going to help you out if it's my turn. If it was you and next, I'd have written it down. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy Castagna. Uh, good show. Well done, mate. West yeah. Bromwich Albion. Oh, well Correct. <coughs> Correct. Well Seven, I was away. 17 was minutes it was. You was away then. Right. Matt, your second question. Um, who got the assist for Jamie Vardy's goal away at Arsenal? Leicester, I think it was about 1980-something or 1970-something, the first win uh, away at Arsenal. Right. Since then, who got the assist for Jamie Vardy's goal? Oh, God, I can't Oh, oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> 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 you usually get some weird noises from Taggart. Not heard of. I just think. Oh no, I was going to go a bit random. I'm trying to remember the goal. I might say something ridiculous here. Ching is under. Get in yes. there. Well done, oh, Matthew. Very, very good. Well and, and just like that, you and Roberts's lead has yeah, evaporated. Under pressure, patch, didn't he? There, yeah. yeah. Watch well, the question. Matt Elliott's turned up at long last. Get in there. <laughs> Watch this question. Uh, Ewan, your um, second question. At Leeds United finished on 59 points, which is the most by a newly promoted side since Ipswich in what season? On that one, more. It ain't easy. It's hard. Oh, look. What's that question? Well, I don't know. What's the question, question again? His fingers get rattling away. Leeds United finished on 59 yeah, points, yeah. which is the most by a newly promoted side since Ipswich in what season? In, into the Premier League. Oops, yeah. Don't delay it. Look, uh, he's rattling away on the computer there. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. Um, Ninety 
Six. Yeah, we're going to say that. Ooh. Well, you got a chance to steal. I've got to go. Uh, got to go. Oh, I reckon it's uh, 95 or 4. 94 or 5, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, 94. No. Oh, maybe less. <laughs> No, it can't be, can it? Can't, can't be, can't be less than that, can it? Uh, 95, I'm going. Oh. You could go 3-2 up here if you get this right. I'll go 97. 2000, 2001. Was it? That late? Oh. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, you you were playing, certainly, that, yeah. that season, yeah, so I Twitch. thought you might have got that. Yeah, uh, they came, I'm just having oh. a quick look now. It was they finished that. fifth. Okay. The UEFA Cup at yeah. the time. Still game, uh, on. Still game on. Still game on. Yeah. Stewart and all that. Yes. Yeah, so it's two two zero. Uh, heading into the final uh, couple of questions. Who's, who's on zero? <laughs> I don't know. Nineteen eighty three. He's done about when Alan Brazil played for a few. <laughs> no, I don't know what I was thinking <laughs> that early on. But then. Um, <laughs> right. You and your final oh, question this evening that. is. Um, which Leicester player made the most appearances from the bench this season? Mark Albrighton. I got that right as well. I got that. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, I did. I got you. that. I knew straight away, yeah, honestly, mate. Yeah, well yeah, done, yeah. you. And that's, um, that's yeah. you on to three. Well um, done. We don't need to play now, do we? Well, well, Matt, Matt can still win. Um, oh, he can, so, can yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I might. If, so if I, if I get this well. wrong... Can I like gift it wrong and then it's Matt? Potentially, if you want to go that See, way. See, I could play that game just to mess me up. No, no I can't do that to you and Roberts. Which... Never do it. He helped me at Wembley to score that goal, so I'm not going to do that. He's not here now. No, he's not. <laughs> Which right. two Leicester players played a part in all 38 Premier League games this season? Tielemann Smeichel, is it? Yeah, you've got to get this to draw uh, and send it to a tiebreaker. Um, who scored Villa's Walshie. penalty yesterday? Yeah. Who, who scored Villa's penalty yesterday? El Ghazi. Yes, Matt. And we go to a tiebreaker tie between. Walshie, you can, I'm out now. I can go home. Yeah. What, I'm going Grimsby Fisheries for me fish and chips now. It's so funny. You can get involved in it anyway, Walshie. Um, okay, but it's okay. obviously between Matt and you. And oh, yeah, I can. Um, can I? Yeah, how can. many goals were scored in total in the Premier League this season? <laughs> oh. So by all season. the clubs, all season, how many goals in total? So you need to have a little think about that. Uh, while they think and you can think as well. Oh, that's... Who's winning the Euros, Walshie? I'm, I'm trying to add these yeah, goals up because no I know. That was a silly thing to do, wasn't it, Walsh? You're yeah, trying to add all the goals up individually. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Could be a while. I'll go 650. Okay. Write your answer down, Matt, and you and write your answer down as well. So 650. 650. Yeah. Saying. Just a just a random. What was my question as well? Who do you think will win the Euros? Who do I think will win? I think, like you said, Belgium might be up there this year. Uh, uh... Go on in. Yeah. Right. Ewan, show us your answer, please. Eight five four. And I'll go Germany, by the well, way. That's eight, but I put a nine over the top. I've got nine hundred. You got nine hundred. Um, 
Well, you've won, Matt, because it Ooh. was 1,024. Was it that many? Well 1,024. Well so well done to Matt Elliott from absolutely well nowhere well has come back Cheers. in there uh, well, and, and beaten you and Robert. Well, look at you. I don't know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mind Who would have thought it, son? Who would have thought it? I'm going Germany anyway. I'm going Germany. You're going Germany. Okay. One word answer, and it has to be one word. Who's winning the Euros? Me? Yeah, come on in. Yeah, go on, you. Come on, it's, uh, Wales. Wales. <laughs> yeah. Belgium. Yeah. Okay, Germany, Germany, Belgium, Wales. Belgium, Wales. Yeah. All right. I bet, well, I, I bet I win that one. Yeah. Thank you to Walshy, to Matt Elliott. <laughs> it's been emotional, Bates. And it's to been you emotional. and Roberts. Yes. Thankfully, uh, we won't have to see you for a couple of months. What's that? <laughs> That's that parrot. Where's that parrot gone? Uh, yeah, we hope that everyone's enjoyed our coverage on Extra Time, on Matchday Minus 2, on Matchday Live as well. We'll be back next season, of course, uh, as Leicester, uh, while she's got the headphones off already, he's gone, he's out we'll the We'll be back, I thought we finished. You're out the door. <laughs> uh, thanks fish to everyone for listening. Uh, have a great evening, enjoy your fish and chips, Walshie, and everybody Cheers, have a great summer as well. Yeah, have a good one, lads. Have a good one. Oh, Bye, boys. Here.